If I asked you what a bird was designed to do, how would you answer? Obviously to fly, right? And yes, they were designed to fly and fly freely. Birds will always desire to fly, even if they become captive to cage walls. But the longer the bird inhabits its cage, it becomes accustomed to it. Even if you attempt to set the bird free, it stays in fear, longing for freedom but afraid of the unknown. In certain seasons of my own life, I have felt the same way, trapped within the cage walls of my own sin. I had access to freedom, but I was paralyzed by fear. I eventually prayed the hardest prayer I've ever prayed, and I started my journey towards freedom. Jesus rescued me from a life of bondage. He healed me. And from that moment on, not only was I released to use my voice as an instrument of hope, but to bring healing through Jesus. Walk alongside me as we set forth on a journey of healing and learn to live a life forgiven and unbound. This is the Unbound Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Melissa Perez with the Unbound Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me today. This is my very first episode on the Unbound Podcast Um, This is just a new season for me, and the Lord put it in my heart to rebrand in this season. I'm very thankful for the R3 platform. I gained so much healing um, just speaking to y'all in that season of my life. And and so we want to go ahead and just get straight into the message. And um, the The title of this episode is called Unbound. Since it's my first episode, I decided to go with that. And um, I want to give you all the definition of unbound. So unbound is to be released from the bonds of restraint. Um, That already is such a powerful word for me. And um, a spiritual restraint is anything that has been used to break you, blind you, and bind you. And I want to go into the passage that we'll be reading. And it's going to be in Luke 13, verses 10 through 13. And it says, On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, You are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. And the word that I really want to emphasize in this passage right now is the word bent. Now, when I read this scripture, when I read this passage, I that word just stuck out to me. And I could kind of just start to visualize the life of this woman. You know, 18 years is a really long time. And so for 18 years, this woman was in a position where she was bent over. She was probably in in pain most of the time. Um, Just imagine the challenges that she had, you know, in that society in those times, you know, and just having to do things and, and provide for herself and get things done. Just imagine the pain that she had or even just you know, the loss of dignity that she had going into public, looking the way that she did, hunched over, 
and how hard it was for her. The people that were, you know, ugly to her or made fun of her, you know, just imagine the shame that she had. And, you know, that's all I could think of when I saw this passage was, wow, it just really stuck out to me. And so I started looking up synonyms and um, a few of them are strain, toil, buckle, and bow. So when I saw bow, it's just the Lord just gave me revelation right there. This woman was in a position for 18 years that caused her to bow to her infirmity. And this is where I bring in my first point. What she was bound to, she bowed to. What are you bowing down to? I mean, this can honestly be anything that keeps you from an upright posture of surrender to the Lord. Anything that steals your praise. Depression, anxiety, mental health, addiction, secret sin, idolatry. This, this woman was bound by infirmity, but let's really take this as an opportunity to examine self. What if our own outside appearance reflected our inward condition? What would others see? What would the church look like? Would it look like the pool of Bethesda that it talks about in John chapter 5 where there laid a great multitude of sick blind and paralyzed people waiting to receive healing. You know, I know what it's like to be one way on the outside and to be suffering in silence on the inside. You know, a lot of my past episodes, you know, if you go back and listen to them, you know, I, I can hear the pain in my voice. I can hear when I was just starting out and and when I ventured into this, you know, I was seeking that healing that I needed and I didn't know how to receive it, but it was like the more that I spoke about it, the more that I kept seeking God for it, um, God would just pour out and he would pour out. And, you know, it was a really hard season of my life. And so many times, you know, on the outside I mean, I, I knew how to play. I knew how to play the game of just wearing a mask and pretending to be one way and pretending I was just, you know, this one person. And honestly, I was suffering inside. I was suffering so much. I mean, I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with suicidal thoughts. And it was because I was in secret sin. There was a secret sin and I didn't know how to release it. And I was scared. And so it stayed there, you know, until I did finally decide to release it. But it was so hard in that season because it wasn't just that one thing I battled with. It was so many things that came along with it. And just being a Christian and walking with the Lord and trying to get out of this mess that you've created. It was so, it was such a hard thing to do, but, you know, I praise God because he, he is the only one who can set us free. 
he he turned this messy situation into this amazing testimony and has even given me this platform. This is not something that I was able to do on my own. This was not something that I decided I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to do this when God first prompted me to do it. This, trust me, I, I was in hiding. I didn't want to even let anybody know, you know, that I was hurting and I wanted to be obedient though. And so starting the podcast that led into a lot of my healing and just operating in obedience to the Lord and trusting him because I decided to trust him. He poured out immensely just this healing and this joy that I hadn't felt for so long. And then of course the feedback of other women who were also stuck or living secret lives or, you know, just ministers who were dealing with so much and feel like, you know, you can't talk to anybody because you have a certain standard to live live up to. And I got a lot of messages from, you know, pastors, wives and leaders from the church. And it just really encouraged me because I was like, wow, I'm not alone, God, you know, I'm not alone. But, you know, I knew how to play that part. I knew how to act like I was free, but really I was just so much in bondage within myself. And so today, you know, what is keeping you from receiving that healing? Jesus wants to meet you right where you're at today. The Bible says that he laid hands on this crippled woman and she immediately straightened up. He can and he will do the same for you. He did it for me. At the end of that passage, that's what he says. He called her forward and he said to the woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. This wasn't a gradual thing. 18 years of being in a position that she was bound to, she was bound to this infirmity. And because she had the faith, she knew that Jesus could heal. And just like that, with a touch of the Father's hands, immediately she straightened up and she praised the Lord. And that should tell us so much that when God brings us out of that darkness, when God brings us out of bondage, what should we do? We straighten up and we praise God. Woman of God, you it's time to clean up. It's time to clean house. It's time to straighten up and it's time to praise God. He deserves it. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor for who he is and what he can do. What are you struggling with today? You know, really examine your own heart. What are you struggling with? You know, I'm not perfect. And trust me, I still battle with certain things, um, even in my past. But the longer that I continue to read my Bible 
and to go into my prayer closet, go into that secret place with the Father, he continues to pour out that peace that I need, that peace that surpasses all understanding. When my mind is in turmoil, when I don't know what I'm going to do or I feel discontent, God will just calm that storm within my own mind and he will bring peace to me. Only he can do that. That is a supernatural act from God. And I know that in those times when the enemy is trying to come at me, I know what I have to do. It's time to fight. You know, I had gone to a women's conference last year. And, um, you know, I, I, I just really enjoy going to these gatherings because God will use them. God will definitely use somebody to speak into your life. And he's, he sent, you know, actually three amazing women of God to speak into my life. And I knew it was the Lord using them because everything was in alignment. And one thing I can remember that was spoken was that I would have to fight the rest of my life. And I remember as this woman of God was praying that over me, speaking it over me. I mean, I didn't want to receive it. I remember just crying and crouching down and, and just telling God, I can't do this. I can't keep fighting like this. But then she continued to go on and say, this is why I have to strip you of what I have given you as far as armor. And I'm putting a new armor on you. And you're going to learn how to fight a different way. And so I, I can see myself that as I was in that lowly position, as, as she had given me that first word that I would have to fight for the rest of my life, I was in the same position as this woman. I was bowing down to what I was bound to. I was bowing down in despair, in anguish. Because I was already tired of fighting. I'm tired of fighting the same battles, God. But I could just see in my own mind how God was just stripping me. At that moment, he was just stripping me of this, of this battered armor. This armor that had already been so worn out. He was just stripping it, stripping me of it. And he was placing this new armor on me. And he was just telling me, daughter, I got you. I'm going to fight for you. This is a new season. And we're going to learn how to fight a different way. The way I was fighting before, it worked for so long, but now God wanted to bring me to another level. So that way I could continue to fight whatever the enemy had. There's that quote that says new levels, new devils, right? And I know that I was already entering into a new season, into a new level, because I was no longer in a lowly place. Um, I'm, I was learning already how to stand up, and I had regained dignity in my identity in Christ, and I had developed a new boldness. And I guess I'm still healing and I still battle with certain things, but it was just different. I know that I had entered a new level in the spiritual realm. And 
God just sent that prophetic word to me at just the right time. And so, yes, I, I hold on to that. Yes, you know what? I will have to fight the rest of my life. Woman of God, man of God, we will have to fight the rest of our lives. We have an adversary. When we came into this walk, we came into the knowledge that we have an enemy. And so, of course, there's going to be resistance. Of course, there are going to be things that come against us. Spirits, principalities, um, people, our own friends and relationships. And as we continue to disciple, you know, we're, we're just, it's, it's a whole new level of, of things that we're going to enter into and with so much more resistance, but God is here with us and he is fighting for us and he is equipping us with the armor that we need to fight, to continue to fight in this walk. Every level, yes, new levels, new devils, but there's also a new armor. God will continue to clothe us with the tools that we need so that way we can continue to fight this good fight. Amen. And so today, I just encourage you, woman of God, I encourage you that if you are in this low position, if you're in this position where you've bowed, you've bowed to what you're bound to, I encourage you to have faith like this woman did. Have faith like this woman did. Jesus called her. He saw her. He is the God who sees, and he sees you right now, right where you're at. He meets us right where we're at, and he sees you, and he knows the things that you go through. He hears your prayers, and he sees your tears, and he loves you so much, and he's so mindful of you. The God of the universe is so mindful of you, woman of God, and he doesn't want to see his daughter bound and bowing to something that is not of him. He wants to set you free today. He wants to see you living a life of freedom. I encourage you today that you take this message and that you apply it. That you read it for yourself, that you go into the scripture, that you dig, that you pray, that you go into your prayer closet and that you would just call unto the Father. That you would expose whatever darkness has tried to come in that you would expose it so that way God can come in and he can free you and he can bring light. That's what he is. He wants us to shine for him. And that's something that he did with me. And I'm so forever grateful for it, that when I made that step to finally just, okay, God, I'm scared and I don't know what the future holds, but I do trust you. And it was a hard thing to do, and it was a hard thing to go through. But I praise God for the decision I made to expose the darkness. Because that is what Satan was already trying to do. He wanted to keep me trapped in that darkness. He wanted to keep me in that position where I was bound. And I had to make that decision to be like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to live this way. I can't. 
And because of it, I'm able now to just be able to speak into others and speak into their lives and and let them know that there's hope. There is hope, woman of God. Please know that, that there is hope. And it is in Jesus. It is not in me. It's not in this podcast. It's not in the sermons that you that you watch. It's in the word of God. Jesus. Call on that name. The name above all names. He is worthy. He is so worthy. And he has the power to do it. Don't allow the enemy to come into your mind and make you think that he he can't do this. Go back and read your Bible. Go back and read the things that he had done and see if those problems weren't bigger than what you're going through right now. He can do it. And he has the power to do it. And he wants to do it because he loves you and he's faithful and he's mindful of you. Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this message and I hope that y'all are able to read more into it. The scripture again is Luke chapter 13 verses 10 through 13. And like I said before, just be encouraged today and know that there is freedom. You don't have to live a life bound. Jesus doesn't want that for you. Thank y'all so much for listening to me today. And I pray that you would just saturate in God's presence. That you would be in your word. That you would spend the time with the Father today. And that you would be able to be the light of Jesus. And that you would be able to bring hope to somebody who needs it. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Unbound Podcast. I pray God uses this to bring much healing and hope. Let's continue to declare over ourselves that we are redeemed by Jesus, equipped with words of life, clothed with strength and dignity, commissioned here and now, gifted by the Spirit, forgiven and unbound.